Well, as we said, we are here live at the New York Stock Exchange, and what a great way to commemorate our first watch list show here. We have a special guest for you. Joining us is Mark Bell. He is CEO of Terran Orbital. He is, I mean, you could call him a space entrepreneur. He's certainly my favorite Trekkie. I will <laughs> say that without a doubt. Congratulations on the listing today, Mark. I'm glad you're here with us. Thank you for being here. How was the day? How was the opening bell? I saw you there. Oh, it's very exciting. It's uh, really great to be here and ring an opening bell and uh, to see us start trading. You know? I think this is when we think about what's going on here, right? You're on in the most iconic place, but you've had a whole lifetime. I mean, in addition to launching so many unicorns and being CEO of different companies and having your hand, you have two Tonys, a Pulitzer, Grammy, uh, you know, award-winning, and yet space was your true love. And that's why we're saying you're a Trekkie. And so this, having satellites and building, I, I was reading more than a thousand satellites in a year. Is that the goal? Tell me a little bit about that. Yep. So we're building a facility to, we'll be able to manufacture over a thousand satellites a year. That's just in Florida, not including our facilities in California. And this really is a Trekkie's dream come true. I am living, living the dream as a child that I had as a child. It's, it's very exciting. And you have your pin on, and the ticker symbol is LLAP. Oh, what does it stand for, Mark? Uh, live long and prosper. See? See? I mean, I think that's so exciting. This is only the beginning for Terran Orbital. I saw the huge signage you have there in the middle of Times Square. Why now? Why was this the right time to have this IPO and to begin this venture? You know, so we need the capital. We realize that you know uh, people are finally understanding what you can do from space, and the price of launch has come down, mm. and the cost of satellites because of us has come down. So that those two things combined made it affordable for both companies and governments to do things in space that you could never have done before. And so you have, and you're working so closely with NASA, with the U.S. military. Um, I saw, you know, others as well. Tell me about some of the partnerships and some of your goals for the company. So we're very lucky. We, we work a lot with Lockheed Martin. We have a, a strategic yes, cooperation agreement with them that goes into 2030. So we build satellites for them up to 500 kilograms. We have some very exciting missions going to the moon soon. Uh, one's called Capstone, where we're going to be helping build the first communication systems at the moon and Loon IR uh, that'll launch on the new Artemis rocket that's coming up, where right. we're going to be mapping, helping to map the moon. And uh, we do a lot of fun stuff, and we build you know, imaging satellites and um, synthetic up radar satellites where you can image at night or through clouds, and, right. but even 5G or internet things. So we, do, we build satellites for everybody, right. and that's what makes it so exciting. And you're not a competitor, for what I was reading. You're not a competitor to SpaceX and Blue Origin. On the contrary, it, you're trying to work with them and grow what is to be, you know, gathering all the most important data, right? Right, no, so, so SpaceX is a great example. So we're a customer of SpaceX. Uh, hopefully one day we'll be a customer of Blue Origin, but right. SpaceX's ride shares and the, the ability to lower the cost of getting satellites into space has helped this industry blossom. So are you gonna go into space? I hope so. I like to. I, uh, you know, I'd like to go up on Virgin Galactic. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fun to do. And okay. uh, just to do it once in your life. And, what does it take to build these satellites? I mean, as you said, you had to raise capital. You founded this company back in 2013, I believe. Uh, what does it take to build the capital needed to reach the goals that you're setting for the next five or 10 years? As you said, yeah. you have a contract until 2030 with Lockheed Martin. So we were very lucky that myself and my partners put up most of the capital in the beginning. 
And so we funded it ourselves because we knew what the future really held. Mm -hmm. And people asked, Yo, are we sticking around? And I said, look, we know what the, why didn't we just sell to another, one of the big primes? Because we know what it's going to be worth in five years. And right. we know how big this market is exploding, the total adjustable market's exploding. And so with the defense budgets going up, uh, it's, uh, we're in the perfect place at the perfect time. And so when you, in, in, I was seeing here, it said in 10 years, 50,000 satellites. I mean, is that a stat in general for uh, what we're going to be seeing around the world? Because they're obviously, you said you're going to be ga gathering data about the moon, but we're also just trying to gather data about what's happened on Earth during COVID, for example. It's my understanding, you know, pollution went down and things looked more clear from outer space, is that right? I mean, what are some of the most interesting fun facts and things that are occurring that regular so, folks might understand? <laughs> so the 50,000 number actually came from the U.S. government. They okay. said 50,000 satellites will be built over the next 10 years. And our view is somebody's got to build them. Right. And why can't it be us? And so we are, uh, we're one of the last independent manufacturers of small satellites in the U.S., which is really great. And you know, the cell, our satellites can be used for everything from national security to uh, climate change and monitoring glacier, glaciers to monitoring uh, rainforest deforestation. There's a lot of things that we could do from space that's just economical that you can't do from the Earth. And then, as I'm thinking about it, I mean, you mentioned national security. And when I started to hear about Lockheed Martin, the US military, I mean, at this point now, I mean, you must have a lot of proprietary information. I mean, information that other people don't have in order to build all of this. Um, what kind of relationships do you need to create to have this kind of partnership? You know, we're very lucky that we work with some of the nation's brightest minds, Lawrence right. Livermore National Labs, MIT Lincoln Labs, Jet Propulsion Labs, on lots of projects. Yeah. And, but we also try to do good. So, for example, we're helping the government of Ukraine mm -hmm. to keep civilians out of harm, harm's mm -hmm. way by giving them data and imagery every day. Oh, and nice. it's very important for us to you know, not only protect the national interests, but to help others as well. Yeah. And as a Trekkie, I mean, we got to go, but I saw your your place with the cool. Tell me just quickly, what were some of those cool pictures we were looking at? Oh, I have a, I collect Star Trek memorabilia. It's fun. It's always been a passion. And it's, right. uh, you know, I, I am, I'm doing my dream job. Yeah. So I couldn't be any happier. Well, I met your lovely wife and your family. And may you all live long and prosper because you're you. doing good work for uh, your business and for our nation which Thank we appreciate you. as well. Mark Bell, it's great to see you. Thank you for being on with us live from the New York Stock Exchange, Terran Orbital. Thanks, Mark. Thank you.